We've talked about Connor Garland, but what about Brock Besser? Is it possible that he could be heading to the Prudential Center and play for the New Jersey Devils? Also, should the New Jersey Devils uh, test the waters and just see what they could get for this year's first round draft pick? And also, big news in terms of the expansion of the Locked On Devils show. We have a lot to discuss in this episode. Buckle up. Your Locked On Devils, your daily podcast on the New Jersey Devils. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hi, this is Bryce Salvador, and you're Locked On Devils with Trey Matthews. Alrighty now, what is up, New Jersey? Welcome back to Locked On Devils Podcast here on the Locked On Network. I'm your host, college hockey play-by-play announcer and also Devils writer for Pucks and Pitchforks, Trey Matthews. And I have a big announcement to share with you guys. So starting next week, I am expanding the show. Don't worry, I'm not going anywhere, but I am expanding the show to YouTube. So make sure you subscribe to Locked On Devils on YouTube as well. And for any of my podcast listeners, now you can see my beautiful face. You can see my gorgeous smile on the YouTube platform. So excited. Uh, It's been in the works for a while, but now it is coming to fruition. So once again, expanding the show to the YouTube platform and the content will be posted starting next week. And I have a big interview lined up, but I am not sharing who it is with you guys because nothing is set in stone yet. So I think that's going to be the first YouTube video that you're going to see on YouTube. So looking forward to that. So let's get on with today's show. So in yesterday's episode, I did a Silly Season discussion. And before I talk more about Silly Season and what the New Jersey Devils should do with their uh, draft pick this year, I owe you guys an apology because I gave you guys the wrong information in terms of the overall scheduling for the New Jersey Devils. I thought that the Devils had a game yesterday against the Pittsburgh Penguins, but I looked at the schedule wrong and I didn't double check it. So I apologize for that, but you know, don't act like you haven't made a similar mistake as well. So sometimes we just get our dates mixed up. Sometimes we just look at it and just don't double check it. So happens to the best of us. So once again, I apologize for uh, getting the dates mixed up. So the Devils actually have a pretty lengthy off period. So hopefully with that off period, we're finally able to see Dougie Hamilton back on the rink uh, for the Devils and suit up against the Pittsburgh Penguins, but we'll we'll see what happens. So in yesterday's episode, I talked about Connor Garland, and I said that if the New Jersey Devils want to pursue him, they need to know that, yes, uh, he is a pretty decent player, and I think he has room to grow, and I think he has a lot of potential. However, it is a full-fledged commitment because he signed a five-year deal with the Vancouver Canucks, and he won't be an unrestricted free agent until, what, like after the 2025-2026 season. So if the Devils were to trade, like, Pavel Zaka, maybe a draft pick that's not a first rounder and maybe a mid-level prospect and in fact it could be any prospect not named Luke Hughes or Alexander Holtz but you know if we were able to you know somehow some way conduct that trade and it goes through and the Vancouver Canucks accept it then it, it is a commitment to have Connor Garland onto our organization because like I said stats are pretty good for devil standards but there's nothing really impressive it's just like it gives us more options I talked about uh certain line combinations that could work whether he's paired alongside 
uh, Jack Hughes on the top line or Nico Heizer on the second line. I just said there's a, a little bit more of wiggle room in terms of giving the Devils coaching staff more options in terms of just what lines to roll out, and it gives uh, them the freedom to possibly break up uh, Jack Hughes and yes, we're brought. And for any of my listeners uh, who've been listening to the show for quite some time, you know my overall opinions on Brought and Hughes. Two great players, but just too top heavy. We need to separate them and just basically get more options up and down our line combinations and maybe move Tatar to the bottom six and let Dawson Mercer uh, be a winger because I think uh, if he's paired alongside Jack Hughes or Nico Heizer, everything will fall into place in terms of Dawson Mercer just putting up more production. But overall, uh, a listener actually brought this to my attention on social media because he agreed with my overall stance on Connor Garland, but he also mentioned Brock Besser. Now, here's the thing about Besser. He's been brought up in trade discussions before for the New Jersey Devils. And it's actually quite interesting because when looking at Brock Besser, I've been seeing a lot of other reports saying, should the New Jersey Devils consider trading away their first round draft pick? Don't worry, they don't correlate with one another. But, you know, like I told you guys, the trade deadline is fast approaching, whether you want to believe it or not. I know we're still a little more than a month away from it. But things move quickly and uh, things can change in a heartbeat for any organization. And, you know, with with the Devils being linked to Connor Garland, Brock Besser, it just brought up another discussion. Should the New Jersey Devils trade their first round draft pick if they're able to get a decent trade package? And a lot of you are hesitant about it because if the season were to end today, according to the mock drafts I've seen online, the New Jersey Devils would have a top five selection in this year's NHL draft if the draft lottery was to go into our favor. Could we get the first overall pick? I've seen crazier things happen. I wouldn't put that out of the realm of possibility. So I can understand why fans would be a little hesitant about it. And it is a little risky because what if we are able to get the first overall pick? It would be very unlikely, but still, uh, it's not out of the realm of possibility, like I just said moments ago. So uh, the overall assessment is that the New Jersey Devils should consider trading that first round pick. That's my opinion. And a lot of you might might disagree with me in that regard. You might be saying, Trey, that's way too high of a draft pick to just be giving out willy-nilly. But here's the thing, guys. There were some rumors saying that maybe the New Jersey Devils were considering trading their first round draft pick last year, and that draft pick ended up becoming Luke Hughes. So it, I wouldn't put it past the Devils organization. If they're able to get a good trade package, uh, maybe they would consider trading that first round selection. Because here's the thing, guys. I know a lot of you say, Uh, The Devils suck. The Devils are going nowhere. This is a sorry franchise. Whatever the case might be, I I get it. I've seen the tweets. I've seen the reviews online. Whatever the case might be. But here's the thing. Uh, Here's something you cannot deny. The future is now with the Devils organization because Heizer is signed long-term. Hughes is signed long-term. Hamilton is signed long-term. If all goes well, we'll get Jesper Brat for at least two or three more years if we're able to work out a deal with them. Blackwood is going to be our starter next year if we can't find someone in uh, the the market to get maybe a, another goalie into our organization because I'm sure the Devils are getting a little tired of Mackenzie Blackwood just not growing into the player that he's capable of growing into, but that's a discussion for another time. And then, you know, we got Siegenthaler, we have Graves, so we have the pieces around our core. So our core right now is Hughes, Heizer, Brock and Hamilton, and also Blackwood because he is our starting goalie. So there's our core. Now, how do we build around that core or how do we add to it? So if we're able to get a superstar player, 
you would be crazy to not consider trading away that first round selection. Okay, because I remember doing a silly season episode this past offseason in regards to Jack Eichel and remembered the Sabres uh, asking price for uh, Eichel was relatively high. They wanted a high first round draft pick. And uh, the, the guys that locked on Sabres said the only chance of the Sabres accepting that uh, deal from the New Jersey Devils is that someone like Jack Hughes, that first round draft selection and a mid-level prospect has to be included into that package. I just said that is way too high of a package to be giving up and look at the potential of Jack Hughes and then look at Jack Eichel right now with the Vegas Golden Knights. So just saying because, you know, Eichel's been injured, but Hughes's um, uh, career is on the upside. But that's beside the point. It, it's not out of the realm of possibility for the Devils to be training their uh, first round draft uh, selection. And like I said, if it's able to get them a superstar player, you would be crazy not to trade it. It's simple as that. Because think about it, guys, this could really change our organization because we have our core right now. We have our young core signed long term. So the Devils are all hands in on deck in terms of just trying to take this organization to the next level. And I'm not sure drafting another high prospect is really going to help our organization because, you know, we already got Jack Hughes and Nico Heizer, two former first overall picks. You got Dawson Mercer and his overall development. He was actually in the running for the Calder Memorial Trophy for a good chunk of the season. He was actually one of the top performing rookies at one point during the year. Then you got Alexander Holtz, uh, and we're looking forward to what he is capable of doing next season. I've been hearing a lot of uh, rumors saying that maybe he would be paired alongside Nico Heizer, and they're really looking forward to how that duo could uh, potentially work out for the Devils next season. And then, um, you know, we got Luke Hughes at the University of Michigan. So, I, like I said, we have a lot of young players already. Is drafting another young player really going to help us? Because we're not looking at a two, three-year plan. We're looking at a now plan. The Devils want to get back to the playoffs. Tom Fitzgerald has made that clear. And just a lot of things haven't gone right for us this season. I get it. Our, our record doesn't really reflect it, but take a step back and just look. The Devils have been dealing with injury. They've been dealing with COVID. They've been dealing with a whole lot of narratives that just haven't worked out in their favor. And like I said, I just consider them one of the, the unluckiest teams in the NHL. And um, like I said, just the injuries, COVID just hasn't really helped them in that regard so hopefully they could just get healthy once again hopefully we could see uh, Mackenzie Blackwood Nico Heizer and Jack Hughes playing more games together hopefully we could get Dougie Hamilton back ASA now so uh, trading the first round draft pick maybe coming this trade deadline I don't think it's um, I, I don't think it's a bad idea for the Devils to at least explore it or at least entertain the thought of maybe trying to get a superstar player because I've been seeing a lot of reports. Another silly season discussion I did over the offseason was the possibility of Matthew Kachuk joining the New Jersey Devils organization. And he has ties with Tom Fitzgerald because they are family. So uh, you think Tom Fitzgerald wouldn't want, um, I believe he and Kachuk are cousins, but you, you wouldn't think that uh, Tom Fitzgerald would want a family member to play for his organization? Just putting that out there. So that first round draft pick, I, I, don't think, um, I don't think it's a lock that the Devils will keep it. I think the Devils will try to explore it and try to make their franchise better with an established NHL player versus a player that you're just trying to develop because we already got Luke Hughes, we got Dawson Mercer, we got Alexander Holtz, we got uh, Hughes and Heizer. They're still relatively young in their uh, developments in the NHL. So we're already one of the youngest teams in the NHL, and I don't think we need to get younger. We need more veteran players, and I get that's a risk, but at the same time, uh, we're, we're trying to compete now. So 
Um, I, I, I think trading that first round draft pick is in the best interest of the New Jersey Devils, and you can bet on it. Speaking of bet, it's time for the first and only live read this morning, and it comes from betonline.net. So football might be over this season, but basketball is in full steam for both pro and college hoops from all the latest odds, totals, player performance props to where the next fired coach is going to land. BetOnline.net is the number one spot for all your sports betting needs. BetOnline remains the best spot for all your sports scores, podcasts, and news this season. And it's not just basketball. BetOnline.net is the source for hockey, NASCAR, boxing, and UFC right to the Olympic coverage and information. Head to the website today or use your mobile devices to learn more about the trends in action. BetOnline where the game starts. Please remember to gamble responsibly and visit our friends at Locked On Bets for all your betting needs there as well. Now, on to the main event. Is it possible that the New Jersey Devils could land the services of Brock Besser come the trade deadline? Now, this topic is very intriguing because this isn't the first time that his name has been circulated in trade rumors linked back to the Devils organization. They have tried to get his services before. Obviously, nothing has happened, but could this be the year that we land Brock Besser? Now, the thing about Besser is that he's 24 years of age, so he's still relatively young. He stands six foot one. He weighs 208 pounds. So, uh, if Zaka was involved in the deal, then uh, he would be a couple inches shorter than Zaka because I believe Zaka stands six foot three. So, uh, Be- Besser definitely does have the size to just uh, satisfy Lindy Ruff because that's something I mentioned in the last episode. But here's something I want to focus on Besser. If we subtract his first year in the league during the 2016 2017 season, in which he only appeared in nine games, so that doesn't count as his rookie year, and also last year, in which the NHL was only able to schedule 56 games per team due to COVID. Um, he, the most games that he has appeared in during an 82 game stretch is 69. So that's something to consider. Um, do you want an injury prone player added to our organization considering the fact that we've been dealing with a lot of injuries already this year with Blackwood, Hamilton, Brought like you name it like like I said I I we have I've just named most of our core players and Jack Hughes also got hurt uh, early on in the year and he missed a significant amount of time so do you do we really want to add another injury prone player to the roster is he worth it that's just something to consider so this year Besser has appeared in 43 games he has 14 goals 13 assists for a grand total of 27 points and he has a plus minus of negative six. So, um, you know, like I said, his production is pretty solid for what he's able to do. Similar to Garland, nothing just jumps out at you. Nothing uh, makes you roll out of your bed. Nothing makes you jump out of your seat. But like I said, there's a difference between NHL level in terms of all-star and then there's devil's satisfaction. And our satisfaction is a little lower than NHL all-star status kind of thing. So uh, his stats would be well uh, respected. Uh, and greatly appreciated if he was added to our organization. We need that kind of production because we need that solid uh, uh, kind of play from a lot of players. And I think uh, Besser can certainly provide that for us. And he's a winger, so that gives us more options to work with, similar to what I said in the last episode, because I, I want to split up Jesper Bra and I want to split up Jack Hughes. And I also want to keep Sharon Govich with Hughes. And I want to keep Mercer at a winger position. And I want to move Tatar to the bottom six. That's 
that's how I would do it if I was creating the line combinations if I was Lindy Ruff because like I said I want to spread things out a little bit more and I think Brock Besser would be a great addition to the Devils organization but like I said there are just some risks especially with injury because he started off the year injured like literally in October he began uh, the year on the injured list so similar to Mackenzie Blackwood situation and then um, his overall production it's solid but it's nothing spectacular. So his best season uh, actually came during uh, the the 2018-2019 season in which, like I said, he appeared in his career-high 69 games uh, and he put up 56 points. He had 26 goals and 30 assists. So like I said, that's pretty good production and that's something that we could definitely use for our organization. But the problem I'm having is like, what would we need to sacrifice in order to get his services? Because... Early on in the show, I said that, are you willing to sacrifice the first round draft pick for the services of someone like Besser? And look, I, I, I get what I said earlier in the show, but I don't think Besser is the type of player that we trade our first round draft pick. You know the Vancouver Canucks, they're definitely going to be playing hardball. Uh, the, the, a listener brought this up to me yesterday saying that, uh, you know, they, they signed Garland long term. They gave up a lot to uh, get Garland services. So, you know, they're going to be demanding for a decent chunk of assets from the Devils. It's not just going to be a one for one Zaka and Garland type deal. So uh, in, in this Brock Besser type of scenario, I, I think the uh, Canucks are definitely going to demand for Zaka at least, and they might demand for a prospect as well. But the, the thing is, can you convince the Canucks to get a prospect not named Hughes and not named Holtz? And also, can you tell them, like, we're not going to trade you our first-round draft pick for either Garland or Besser because that's not the type of players you do that for. But like I said, I would love to have Besser on this team for similar reasons to his teammate Garland. I feel like Besser is better in terms of overall production. That That's just my overall stance, just first glimpses at his goals, assists, and points. But at the same time with Garland, it's just like that's a long-term solution. And the thing about Besser uh, is that he is going to be a restricted free agent after this season. However, someone mentioned to me saying that he did sign a bridge deal with the Vancouver Canucks. I didn't really see anything about that, but that's something to consider and something to look at a little deeper. So for any of my uh, nuanced hockey listeners, if you're not familiar with the bridge deal in the NHL, a bridge deal in hockey is a contract a player signs as a restricted free agent that has a short term, typically two to three years and ends while the players is still a restricted free agent. So, uh, if he signed a bridge deal with the Vancouver Canucks, that's great. We don't have to worry about that. But at the same time, that is something to consider if we do want the services of Besser, which is his stats. They're pretty solid. They are good. But at the same time, like he has not signed long term, similar to Garland. And also, like, what would we need to give up in order to get his services? Because I'm just seeing a lot of uh, different trade scenarios in which we would have to unload a lot of talent in order to get his services. So like I do for any silly season discussion, I will give you guys my final verdict as to whether or not the New Jersey Devils should uh, pursue this type of player. So for the case of Brock Besser, I'm just not really seeing a long-term investment here. I see a very good player, 
But at the same time, I'm just not seeing someone who can just help us in the future. I think they should aim for someone more like Connor Garland, in my opinion, just because of Connor Garland's contract. Look, I get it. Look, he signed to a long-term contract that's a little scary. But at the same time, we're looking for commitment. We're looking for something to build around. We're, lo we're looking for an asset to take us to another level. And you're probably thinking, Trey, P.K. Subban all over again. And you're probably right. But the thing about Garland and the thing about Besser is that they're both relatively young players. So you still have time to develop them and take them to another level because they haven't reached their 30s yet. And you got plenty of time before they do so. But in terms of Garland and Besser, I would much rather have Garland onto the organization. However, um, Besser is definitely not a bad uh, person to fall back on. So I, I think the Devils should just try to see what they can potentially get for both respective players. So like see uh, what what the Vancouver Canucks are willing to um, take off our hands for the services of Garland. And if it's too pricey, then look for like Besser. But at the same time, I think the Vancouver Canucks are going to be playing hardball. I've been seeing a lot of these trade scenarios. I've been seeing a lot of uh, people and obviously maybe Twitter is not the best place to just get overall opinions from fans, but I'm just seeing these wacky trade scenarios. I'm just like, no, 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 no. I get this player struggling. So maybe, you know, it's like Ty Smith and then maybe another draft I'm just like, let's not break the bank here. Let, you know, Ty Smith is having an off year, but he like, like, like similar to Garland and Besser, still relatively young, and he still has plenty of time to develop into the player that we know that he's capable of doing because we saw it last year. So my overall opinion for Besser is that I think he's a good fallback for Garland. I think he would be a good addition for this team, and I think he would uh, give us more options in terms of what line combinations to roll out with. But at the same time, let's not get greedy here. Let's not uh, jump the gun on anything that's not going to change our organization overnight. But it's definitely going to be a solid pickup for the Devils if they're able to somehow, some way, finesse uh, uh, Besser off the roster of the Vancouver Canucks. But I think their main focus will be looking at Connor Garland. And then, like I said, guys, if there's a superstar out there, if there's a team willing to part ways with one of their superstar players for a first round draft pick, the devil should look at that 100 out of 100 times just to see what's out there, play the field a little bit, and just uh, see if there's any way that can take our organization to another level. Because like I said, guys, the Devils might be out for this season, but they're certainly not out for the future, especially with our young core signed to a long-term deals. So uh, that's my opinion. Let me know what you guys think. Would you like to get Brock Besser onto our organization? What is your trade package? Because my trade package would have to be, obviously, Pavel Zaka, maybe a uh, prospect that's not named Hughes, or Holt, and maybe, just maybe, a second or a third round pick. See if uh, the Vancouver Canucks will accept, accept that. I don't think they would, but uh, that that's just something to uh, take into consideration. So I'm here to I'm curious to see uh, what your guys's uh, trade packages are for the services of Garland or Besser. So hit me up on Twitter at TreyMat4 or at Locked On Devils, the show's Twitter page. And remember, guys, we are now on YouTube, so uh, search for Locked On Devils in the search bar on YouTube and subscribe. And if I get to 100 subscribers in a short amount of time, I will be doing a giveaway. So just putting that out there. So once again, thank you for listening to uh, today's episode. That's about all the time I have for you guys. Continue to stay safe. Have a wonderful day, New Jersey. Go Devils, and I will catch you guys in the next episode. Thanks for listening.